James Worldwide. Watson makes his living at it, selling real estate and fishing. It's a great story. He joined us earlier. James Worldwide Watson here in the Freak Nation. Speaking of James Worldwide Watson, you've got Statman in Columbus. He's got mid-50s. We've got lower 80s. You've got 70s in Missouri. Of those three different temperatures, give me two answers here. Uh, what's the best of those three temperatures to fish for some bass? And what's your favorite temperature to fish in? All right. I like Statman's temperature in the 50s. That's that's what I like the most. I especially like the water temperature in the 50s. And that's exactly what I got right here at Table Rock, right? 55 degree water. Hmm. That's cold. 55 degree water. You can cold, mix a cold. drink with that. You could. You could. You could go... Uh, Chunky Duncan, that's what I do, and polar Chunky Duncan. Let's get a Chunky Duncan instead of skinny dipping. I'm fat. Chunky dumping. Skinny dipping, or if you're fat like me, you go Chunky Duncan. Wow. Tell me you're not a fan of those polar dips, though. Seriously, only when my friends get drunk enough to go do it out here off off the the bank. Uh, I'm a huge fan of it. Then I don't do it. I'm Would not you that... watch your friends? Absolutely. Absolutely. I encourage them. <laughs> of course, with probably double fisting, right? You'll yeah. stand on, on the waterfront and you'll sit there and go, you go, guys. I got your back. Get it. You guys need to do this. It's refreshing. All right. Here's an embarrassing question. James Worldwide Watson. Embarrassing question. So, you ever so. slipped and fall, fell on your boat? And gone into the water. Speaking yeah, of yeah. Chunky Duncan. Yes, I have. Let me tell you, maybe six, seven years ago, Lake of the Ozarks, I'm fishing a tournament. I'm by myself. It's the Saturday after Thanksgiving. It's a normal temperature type of November going on. And I have caught my fifth fish of the day, which give me a decent limit of bass. Again, I'm fishing by myself. I've got my Gore-Tex top and bibs on. It's a relatively cool day. I inadvertently kick a couple of my rod and reels overboard while trying to land a fish. So real quick, like I go down, I go down on my knees and I reach out for these rods as the, the tips are still out of the water. And I go down and I reach real quick and I the forward momentum just I just slide right in head first. You didn't have the you didn't have the trolling motor on, and the boat left you there and went off on its own. No, because you take your foot off the trolling motor unless you hit the constant mm. button, which I don't very often. I I was off the trolling motor. Thank goodness my trolling motor was in the water because I'm in 25 foot of water. And if you guys have never been in heavily clothed uh, situation, <laughs> old water situations. Once you're waterlogged and you're already a chunky dunker like me, and you get waterlogged like I, I did, you better be able to uh, walk out, <laughs> which I couldn't because it was 25 feet deep. Wait a minute. Now you're talking about walking on water. James Worldwide. <laughs> Jesus Worldwide. Champion bass fisherman who walks on water. Is that how you win your trophy? <laughs> hey, if that was the case, that man, I'd have a lot 
more throw because I would pull that number out every damn time. I'd be like, boys, it's looking rough on me. I got an hour left. I better get to walking on water again. <laughs> Just walk out there and grab two or three and throw them in the boat. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, why not? I'm a little disappointed, though, because you just brought up that story and mentioned that you were by yourself. So you're telling us there's no video of that. There is no video of that. I was by myself. And for a moment, it was scary. But I grabbed the shaft of my trolling motor. I had to swim my way and pull my boat and hang on to the boat trolling motor at the same time to get on the bank because I was so waterlogged. Had I let go, there's no way I could have swam. I would have sunk to the bottom. I would have drowned. Wait a minute. This is the all-time oh. picture. Now get this, Freak Nation. Get this in your mind. You got a champion bass fisher in the water, grabs hold of the motor, and he's swimming in the water, pulling the motor and the boat to the shore. Yeah. Waterlogged. And if he lets go of the thing, he's going down to 25 feet of water. Now, that's better than anything you're going to see on YouTube or family home videos, or anything. Wow. Damn, Statman wants me to die. <laughs> Could have died, Statman. Yeah, wait a minute. Not before we get a chance to show you to the Freak Nation and, and enjoy the championship effort of James Worldwide Watson. Man, I'll tell you what. Walked away narrowly escaping death as I have many times in my life. Other than oh, that. wait, we might need to get to those stories, but I just want to let you know, Statman is a TV producer. So actually, or, or movie and TV, he's, he's producing this as you're speaking. He's about ready to send a script to Will Ferrell so we can do <laughs> the fishing version of Caddyshack. And this is going to be the opening scene. That would, that would be a blast. Actually. Yeah. I, I, I would enjoy that actually. Cause I've spent all my life acting like I know what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> and now we need to put it on the screen. That's right. That's right. Well, the funny thing was there wasn't nobody around. And when I got to the bank and got up on the bank and pushed off and got back into my boat, guess what I had to do then? What? Derobe. I had to disrobe myself <laughs> completely. <laughs> buck naked birthday suit because it was 40 degrees outside oh. so here I am I always carry that time of year I always carry an extra rain suit in the boat just in case something happens here I am I grab my old army freaking uh, the, the, the most raggedy ass rain suit that you could ever imagine like plastic and I had to peel it apart and get in the, these bottoms and then put this top on and still had a 30 minute boat ride back to weigh my fish in. All right. Now here's the bottom line. James worldwide Watson. Here's the bottom line to the whole thing, the whole story, the PS. Did you win the, the competition? Absolutely. won the Derby that day. That's it. Yes. That was it. That's all that matters. Wildest situations. I caught a five and a half pounder that morning to get my day started. And on that particular bank that I'm speaking about, I caught my fifth keeper. And then shortly after, that's what happened. And I'm like, I'm lucky I didn't die on top of it. I won the tournament and a couple thousand bucks. So you went in the water and the fish went in the boat. Is that the that, way to turn it out? It, it worked out just perfectly. Just perfectly. <laughs>
Well, now that we're talking about Lake of the Ozarks, let's get into it. Uh, how true to form is Ozarks, the Netflix series, to what you know of that area, you being a Missourian? Missourian. Okay. Good question. There's a few scenes in Ozark, the show, which I love, by the way. There's a few scenes in there that I can pick out where they're at. The Tomahawk Inn, for example, uh, I believe that's the name of Tomahawk Inn, is not very far from the Bengal Dam on the Strip, uh, going towards the Bengal Dam and the Strip. Also, there's a, a part where he is contemplating uh, jumping off a cliff. That, too, is near the toll bridge at Lake of the Ozarks. The rest of the scenes on water are not Lake of the Ozarks. I believe they're in Buford, Georgia on Lake Lanier. Mm, I think I did read that. I, be I, I believe it's Lake Lanier. If it's not Lake Lanier, it's one of the other lakes near Buford or uh, Atlanta. But what about the trailer parks, man? When we were on the lake, you're right. We saw all those crazy freaking houses. We didn't see any of those gnarly, you know, double wides with doors missing and flames coming out of the backside. Where is that? Like where Ruth there, and her family live? Yeah. Yeah. Where I fell in at. <laughs> upstream from there, it gets a little more, um, uh, less residential. <laughs> Bigger pieces of property, dirt roads, and... Some not so um, pricey places. We'll put it that way. You're very politically correct in all saying this. I don't, I don't know. I don't know who might be watching this shit. I don't. <laughs> I watch everything I say nowadays. Everything. It's I terrible. Know. You I said summer a while ago. I'm be surprised if this doesn't get canceled immediately once you post it. James, I'm a big rally fan, and in Missouri, they have a rally called the Hundred Acre Wood, named for uh, Winnie the Pooh, where Winnie the Pooh lives. And they have one stage they used to run there that went by five working stills, and they had to go, the rally master had to go on a Saturday and drink hooch with all these guys on these stills. Otherwise, oh, we had to. Yeah, well, yeah, otherwise... The guys who didn't know who these cars were coming down their road, and they'd start shooting at them on one Saturday night. So yeah. you're telling me that that's what you see sometimes when you're out fishing. You see smoke <laughs> rising through the trees. And oh, I'm not totally close to ever seeing anything like that. Please <laughs> tell me where you're where you speak of, so I can go party. <laughs> <laughs> this is. The headquarters of the rally is in uh, Rolla, Missouri. Is oh, that okay. the, that's, the, that's up by that's up by Lake Ozarks? Yeah, right. Exactly. Yep. So yep. there's some yep. road I forget the I forget the name of the road, but they had five working stills, and they had eighty year old men married to nineteen year old women. <laughs> <and all sorts. laughs> wow! So yeah. I do. There is hope for me. Being a simple guy. <laughs> So you're saying I, I need to learn how to make my own whiskey. Yep. Get rid of my pavement. Get gravel out here, and then I, I can attract women. Oh, yeah. geez. That's, what, that's what they say. You know, I don't know. I when I was 19, I couldn't attract 19 year old women. So what do I know? <laughs> I bet you're going on. Year old women <laughs> when you were 19. 
<laughs> that's when you wanted 30 year old women anyway. True. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Let's just, let's, let's just start at 25, James. How about that, buddy? Let's just start at 25. I don't want right? to do with anything that young. <laughs> no way. He's nope. like, I'm done. Just shoot. <laughs> just shoot me. Well, you've, you've been to some backwoods lakes in your time. Have you ever run across uh, some questionable people that were cooking some hooch in the woods? No, no, but I do have a funny story about questionable people. Day, <laughs> do tell, do tell. One day, I, this, I swear to God, this is the funniest stuff. And I got witnesses because they were in front of me driving their boats. We were on our way to Kentucky Lake from here one day. And when you get almost into Kentucky, there's this very narrow bridge that you could ver- barely fit two toothpicks head on together and get across the Mississippi river and Ohio river. Got across that into Wycliffe or Wycliffe, Kentucky. And as we're coming into that little town off the, off the river, I look over and I see a, a 20 some year old woman with a, her hand. She's got, she's carrying what seems to be a baby and in her other hand, she's walking along. This is out in their front yard in a not-so-popular area either. And the baby's in a diaper that's just damn near gra- dragging the ground, the diaper is. I'm pretty sure it's full. And as I'm passing by, she is holding a pet coon in her arms like a baby. Oh, so it's not a human baby. Oh, it's a freaking coon. It's a raccoon baby. I'm like, in a diaper. In a diaper. And I'm like, what in the hell? So two miles up the road, my buddies pull in just because we didn't have cell service to confirm that all three of us saw with our own eyes the bullshit we just saw. (laughs) That's a fact. That's a fact. He's a wild road. Wild. Uh, that's a wow. Fact. Yeah. <laughs> wow. In a, a raccoon in a diaper. I bet we could try to Google that right now. Yeah. We wouldn't even be able to find it. Yet yeah. you found it on the side of the yeah. road in Kentucky. As yeah. a girl from Indiana, nothing makes me happier to hear that about a Kentucky person. <laughs> I'm like, what? why is this coon? Now, of course, it wasn't like a Pampers or anything. It was wrapped up in a homemade like diaper. And I'm like, what okay. is this? What is really going on around here? Was was it a, a baby coon that just couldn't hold itself? Was it was it was it a coon that, that might have had the you know the, the time of the month? I didn't know what was going on. This day. Never forget it. Okay, your name needs to change. <laughs> oh my gosh, what would it change to? I don't know. Yeah, I was just thinking about that raccoon baby fan. Diaper record. All right, hold on. Yeah, let's get to, let's get to the bottom of this, guys. <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, let's get to the bottom of this. Uh-oh, all right, what are you doing? so what the hell? Yeah, that, uh, this is uh, Wycliffe. All right. Oh, Kentucky. Yeah, Wick, 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 Wicklife. Wycliffe. Wycliffe. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, so this is the city of Wycliffe is the site of a Mississippian culture village known only as. Wycliffe Mounds. The village was occupied from around 1100 to 13 AD. You've been doing this a while, James. (laughs) People, 
<laughs> they didn't have dogs. They had pet coons. They had in diapers. In diapers. <laughs> they was part of the family. Photos that are safe for work. Be sure to text me. We'll give you some run. All right. From the from the lakes. All right. All right. Sounds good. All right. Thanks. Buddy, thanks for doing this, man. All right. See you guys.